<laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Time Out with Dom. It's uh, good to have you here. I uh, just want to say a massive thank you if you're actually listening. Uh, really appreciate it. I've noticed we've actually had a couple of views already, which is awesome, even though this is only the fourth episode. So hopefully things will continue to grow and I can continue to offer as much value to everyone as possible. Um, Basically, uh, today's today's Monday, so I wanted to do like a, I was thinking maybe I would do like a Monday motivation on a Monday, and then I was thinking I wanted to do like a sales type thing, so I might do sales on like sales Saturday or sales Sunday or something like that, uh, try and get a bit of a theme going, right, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool, so if, let's say if we were going to make today Monday motivation, right, um, one of the things that I want, that I thought um, would be a good thing to, to, to talk through is uh is fear right and it's probably one of those cliches right it's like oh yeah every motivation speaker everyone who wants to be known for motivation things like that they'll go into um they'll talk about the subject of fear right but it seems to be something that sticks around it's true no matter what in anybody who wants to get somewhere right that everyone has fear and the reality is it's it's a human instinct right and it's a human instinct to protect us now, the, the only problem is, is sometimes we don't know how to detect the difference between uh, instinct fear and uh, fear based upon our learnings, our upbringing, um, our beliefs, right? And I really, I think it's super important to make that distinction, especially if you want to be successful in anything in life, especially something that, uh, that, that requires you to step out of your comfort zone, because you're going to feel that fear. And if you know how to tell the difference between what type of fear it is, whether it's instinctual or, or not instinctual, is going to make determine the difference between success and non-success, right? Or did or determine the difference between whether you're going to be successful in a year from now or 10 years from now. I think one of the things that makes a massive difference in sales, for example, is understanding uh, instinctual, uh, is understanding uh, instinctual, uh, let me back up for a second. One of the most, one of the, biggest things in sales and being successful in sales is understanding where, where, where your fear is coming from, where is the place of fear coming from. And for me, for example, when I first started, right, and what I've told a lot of, uh, if, if in the past when I've built sales teams and things like that, or whether I've mentored somebody in sales, one of the first things that I, that I say to him is, get all the awkward moments out of the way because at the moment if you're new in sales or you're struggling in sales and you haven't quite hit those peaks yet one of the what the one of the reasons why why is because you you're fearful right you're fearful of what's what's next am i going to stuff this up am i going to know what to say what happens if they do this what happens if they slam the door in my face um you know what 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 happens if someone calls me this blah 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 and one of the first things that, that I try and encourage everyone to realize is it doesn't matter who you are whether you're bloody whether you're um, Jordan Belfort you know the wolf of Wall Street or you're you're a 18 year old it's your first job and it's sales and you've got to go door to door and you've got to sell you know some car cleaning product right doesn't matter who you are you're still going to get those same rejections in fact you may get this initially 
you're probably going to get exactly the same amount of rejections. Now, obviously, if you're Warren Buffett or something, not Warren Buffett, if you're Jordan Belford or somebody like that, right, you're going to learn how to deflect rejections and things like that. But at the end of the day, you're still going to get rejection. It doesn't matter who you are or how good at sales you are. The only difference is, is the ones that know how to deflect it, Yes, they might have strategies in how to deflect it. They might have, you know, ways of saying things back or a way of standing or whatever, all strategy. But at the end of the day, to get to that point, they had to go through the awkward moments, right? They, they, it was experience. They had to get through those, those fearful, awkward moments. Um, and, and, and that's a good example, example of non-instinctual fear. So it's it's fear based on you know don't talk to st- when your parents brought you up they said don't talk to strangers you know um, you know keep you if you if you talk to strangers you're putting yourself in in dangerous positions and things like that and the reality is is yeah yeah that might that was true when you're a kid but when you get older you're a lot more wiser right you can you can assess situations a lot better you can be a lot wiser in in who whom you're speaking to. And, and one of the things that I've realized in my life and why I'm actually doing this podcast and why I do a lot of the business things that I do now is uh, I realized pretty quickly uh, when, I, when I was younger that strangers do actually care, that, that, that um, there are good people and bad. There, there are way more good people out there than there are bad. Even if those people don't have the same values or beliefs as you, there's still good people in their own way, right? So uh, getting those awkward moments out of the way is really key to actually getting success in sales. And if somebody's not there to tell you the difference, that, that it's not instinctual fear and that you just need to push through because those awkward moments won't be awkward forever, um, then you sort of need to learn how to uh, to understand the differences. Uh, another thing, an example of instinctual fear which I believe instinctual fear is there for a purpose it's there for survival it's there to protect you uh, is just a really really simple one uh, fire right you at one point in your life whether it's because your parents told you or I'm sure you've been too close to a fire before and you and you went oh that's hot right and what did you tell your brain you told your brain keep away that's dangerous that's instinctual fear it's pretty important not to run into a burning building, right? You know, not every, you know, there's, yeah, no, there's those weird, those heroes out there that save the day. And yeah, they're awesome. But at the end of the day, most people aren't going to survive if they run into a burning building. Okay. Especially not somebody who's not equipped and not experienced with fighting fires. Um, so, you know, that's a good instinctual fear to have. That that's a, that's an instinctual fear that protects you from danger. Uh, another example of instinctual fear would be um, don't jump in front of a moving car. Right, that's a pretty good instinctual fear. If you jump in front of a in, in front of a car, you know the likelihood of of uh, of injury, let alone let alone actually surviving, right? If the car's going fast enough, if the car's going past you at 100 kilometres an hour and you're jumping in front of that, you know, your likelihood of surviving is pretty low, right? But, and that's a good instinctual fear. You want that, that fear is important. That fear protects you from doing stupid things. And when you're actually, when you're younger, you don't actually have that instinctual fear. It's built up 
upon you, whether it's through the beliefs of your parents and they move and they and they express that upon you, or you just notice it through, um, you know, you watch their actions um, and, and their values and things like that. Uh, and it can be as simple as, like I said before, you got too close to a fire when you were younger and you went, oh, that's hot, I'm going to keep away. That's, uh, that's an instinctual fear and they're important. We need those to survive. But the ones that we're obviously going to talk about today are non-instinctual fears and you have to get through them. Um, they're, they're really important. And I think one, one of the ways that I figure out what the difference is between an instinctual and non-instinctual fear because if it's, if it's an experience that I haven't been through before whether it's um, you know it's a new high in the business or something like that or a new jump that I have to make that I haven't made before it can be really difficult to determine whether it is actually an instinctual fear or a non-instinctual fear one of the ways that I work out how to do it and it's not 100% it's not 100% proven sometimes I'm wrong and and I have to accept that sometimes I'm going to be wrong. Um, but one of the ways that I do it is I like to get quiet. You know, uh, motivation's all about being loud, jumpy, full of energy, right? But these are one of the these are these are some of the rare situations in business, in life, in anything that we where you want to get ahead, where you do actually have to get quiet. And whether you do that, you know, in a meditative way, or 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 whether you actually write it out and try and systemize it, go through the pros and cons, um, you really have to look in deep and, and quiet and not listen to the advice around, take on the advice around, but realize that sometimes it can be conflicting or sometimes it can be uh, actually really, really correct and you need to take it on board honestly, but you need to you need to get quiet, you need to go through it and you need to actually figure it out, right? Another another good example is, right, and this is sort of taking away from the, from the instinctual, non-instinctual fear, sort of determining what's what, but when you, when you, one of the ways that, that I think, you know, if, if I find someone who, who I admire and, and I think their level of success is is a, is a success beyond what I would love and, and what I would really strive for. I look at what they're doing in their lives, right? So yes, I don't know their day-to-day situations. I don't know their, their situation, uh, the decisions they're making with every situation. Um, I don't know their systems, their hiring processes, things like that. But what I can look at and what is generally public and what they're happy to share interviews or one-on-one whether it's a mentor or something like that they're usually happy to share uh you know their daily rituals whether it's how they wake up in the morning what hour they wake up in the morning their operating hours uh of of their business or in their life how long they sleep for um you know what are they doing to get to that much amount of sleep or how what are they doing that allows them to still operate on such little amount of sleep who it is and what you'll learn is that all these different people um, no matter no matter what their level of success is in their industry they all have different rituals right but what you can do especially if you really know who you admire you really know that one person that that person that you come back to you listen to their podcast you you, you want to speak with them as, as often as possible there's no reason why you can't emulate those those things that they do that are emulatable. 
for example, getting the same amount of sleep overnight, doing the same thing they do in the morning, whether it's waking up, jumping in a, in a plunge pool that's absolutely freezing, that's going to wake them up instantly like that, or whether it's, uh, you know, they exercise in the morning or they meditate in the morning. And if they exercise in the morning, what is their exercise routine? Not saying you have to go out and do exactly what they do tomorrow, but work, work yourself, work your way up there. And what you'll find is that to get to their level of success, there's probably two or three things, only probably two or three things in their daily ritual that they needed to do, they needed to do at one point in their life or on a regular basis to get to where they are today. But unless you emulate what they do, you're never gonna find out what that is. Because they may tell you what they think it is, but sometimes even, even, even if they're way more successful than you can ever imagine, Sometimes they don't they don't consciously know what it is that they're doing that, that helps them get to that level of success. So it's much easier, uh, in my opinion, just to emulate them, right? And you'll find out what works for you and what doesn't and what's going to get there. And, and you have to add a little bit of patience in with that, right? Um, because obviously if, they do it, if it's daily ritual, they're doing it daily. So it's building up every day. Uh, most likely, and getting them to that next level. Now, I know this was a short podcast. It wasn't a massive podcast. I've kept them all pretty short. Um, I hope to make them longer as time goes on, which I will. Once again, I just want to say a massive thank you for actually listening. I do really appreciate it, uh, more than you can imagine. Um, Let me know what you thought of the episode. Uh, Find me on Twitter, at Dom Warner. Um, and uh, let me know what you thought of the episode. Uh, if you're in business, too, I'm actually looking for people to interview. Um, uh, if you've got success, you're in, you've got a business or you're in business, uh, whether you're a manager, you run your own deal, um, no matter what your level of success is, if you think you're, you're, if you're like a relationship coach, whatever, let me know. Um, tweet me or send me a direct message on Twitter at Dom Warner. Let me know who you are. Uh, I'm pretty keen to, to get to know you. I'll definitely reply. I'll definitely one-on-one with you. And if uh, if there's a fit, uh, we'll do an interview together. If you've got your own podcast, I'd love to jump on there. That'd be awesome. And if we can do it the other way around too, that'd, that'd be great too. So uh, look forward to hearing from you. Uh, if, you, if, you if you're interested in getting back to me, um, and just want to say again, thank you very much for listening up to so far. And um, I hope you get as much value out of this as what I do speaking with you guys. Thanks again. See you next time.